So the story has just come out that Twitch is laying off 500 staff, representing 35% of the company. And this is after, how many months ago, they laid off like 400 people or something? There's a lot of layoffs at Twitch, basically, over the last year period. So Twitch released a blog post confirming this. To the Twitch community, I wanted to send a short note to let you know that we've made the difficult decision to reduce the size of our workforce today. At this point in time, we are focused on communicating with our employees and providing them with clarity on how this impacts each of them. We greatly value the employees we're saying goodbye to today as people and professionals and are grateful for all their efforts to support all of you. I'm sharing a copy of the email that I sent out to the company this morning to provide more context on the decision. Please know that Twitch remains focused on serving our streamers and ensuring that this is the best place to live stream for many years to come. I know that you will have additional questions about how this might impact the community, and I'll host a stream to confirm all that later. So I guess we'll get some more information. I know many of you are wondering why this is happening. Over the last year, we've been working to build a more sustainable business so that Twitch will be here for the long run and throughout the year. We have cut costs and made many decisions to be more efficient. Unfortunately, despite these efforts, it has become clear that our organization is still meaningfully larger than it needs to be, given the size of our business. Last year, we paid out over 1 billion to streamers. So while the Twitch business remains strong, for some time now the organization has been sized based upon where we optimistically expect that business to be in three or more years, not where we are at today. As with many other companies in tech space, we are now sizing our organization based on the current scale of our business and conservative predictions of how we expect to grow in the future. So you've likely noticed that within the whole tech space over the last year, year and a half, there's been layoffs basically everywhere. And I, I remember reading commentary on this that during the pandemic, as all these companies were experiencing massive growth, a lot of talent was uh, brought on with the expectation that this growth would either be maintained or potentially even continue after, you know, everything opened back up, which feels somewhat silly. Like a lot of companies, like, like the, the economics of it just made sense at the time. Money was cheap, interest rates were low, and a lot of companies were picking up talent, not necessarily because they needed them right now, but because they wanted to deny them from competitors. And as well, they were picking up people for the future, right? And as that growth, it didn't happen. Twitch, you know, has shrunk a little bit since the pandemic, and, and it's not experiencing massive growth and, and they're having competitors nip at their heels as well a little bit. Not that they're having a huge impact, but they're there obviously. And, and that is likely having them go, well, we don't need these people anymore. So out the door. So this is not entirely unexpected. As it turns out, it's not just Twitch laying off some people. It's uh, Amazon as a totality. Amazon to lay off several hundred across Prime Video, Amazon, MGM Studios, and 500 specifically at Twitch. That Amazon is also tightening its belt is potentially suggestive that this is just a, you know, a missive from the top that all aspects of the business have to tighten their belts as opposed to Twitch specifically being targeted to be like, look, you know, make some money or you're get, getting rid of you. But obviously there's only so long that Twitch can continue on potentially losing money, not being cost effective and Amazon continuing to want to foot that bill, right? Just because Amazon's profitable doesn't mean Twitch as its own separate thing is profitable, you know? And so like the, the doom and gloom of this is that, you know, if Twitch can't improve over the next couple of years, it might go away or at least change in its formulation. Like, for example, we talked a few times about how much money Kick is throwing at particular streamers, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, right? And at the end of the day, they're spending so much money that they could just at some point, rather than spending all this money, just, you know, buy Twitch if it was for sale. So the Kick co-founder here is saying Kick will eventually buy Twitch. While Amazon did pay $1 billion for Twitch, you would assume that Twitch is worth more now than it was almost 10 years ago, how long it's been. And Kick has not spent a billion dollars yet on streamers. But I mean, you, you could totally imagine Amazon just 
cutting their losses and effectively selling Twitch for an equivalence to what they bought it for initially, considering they would still have all the back-end technology and they would still be making money off all that. But of course, they'd have to sell it for more than a billion dollars because with inflation, a billion dollars back then is worth more than a billion dollars now, right? So you're going to be selling it for multiple billions of dollars and is Kick in a position to actually buy Twitch? I mean, Stake has enough money if they really wanted to, but Kick doesn't make sense as a business. Are they really that keen just to piss away that money? I bet I guess you have infinite money when it comes to gambling. And as I've often said, back when we talked about Kick and whether I'd stream on there, if it was between streaming on Kick or not streaming at all, I'd stream on Kick. If Kick buys Twitch, I will change nothing about my life. I'll be like, well, that sucks. And I would just continue to stream on Twitch. But I would not see Kick buying Twitch as a good development. But um, I am somewhat doom and gloom about uh, how profitable Twitch is. And uh, yeah, I worry for it. I, I, I think Twitch... I'm not as negative about Twitch as a lot of people. I don't love Twitch. I, I do respect that they've made um, some bad decisions, but I, I think the newest CEO is pretty good and they're moving in a pretty good direction, you know, having allowed multi-streaming and stuff. I don't think we can do better than Twitch. There's no one else in the market doing better. I would like them to stay around. So recently, a very poorly kept secret was confirmed by Dan Clancy, the CEO of Twitch. Twitch CEO Dan Clancy admits openly that Twitch is currently not profitable. We've implied this before, um, where we say we need to run it sustainably, but you know, I can be, I'll be blunt. We aren't profitable at this point. Amazon has been extremely supportive of Twitch. Um, and a big thing for being sustainable over time is ensuring that um, we don't lose money. And that's a big part of my job because that's gonna be what makes sure we can be here for a long term. So this is something that I've always repeated where I'm like, I don't think Twitch is profitable or if it is profitable, it's like barely profitable, maybe breaking even or something. Like it wouldn't surprise me if at some point in time maybe dips into the green for a second. But obviously in general, the consensus has been that Twitch isn't profitable. But people have had to, you know, read between the lines to reach that conclusion. So it's it's nice having Dan Clancy just come out and say, hey, this is the reality of the situation, which I think would have helped Twitch in many different scandals over the years where people are like, why are you not giving creators more money? And they just come out and said, look, we're not profitable right now. Sure, some people wouldn't have believed them or what have you, but and even some people may not believe Dan, even though this has just been the consensus of, of the belief of any, anyone in the industry. But I, I do think that what Dan's doing here and what ha he has been doing since he became CEO is good, where he's more open and just speaking the facts to people rather than trying to hide this from people, you know? He seems like a more open and, and friendly guy than the previous CEO, whose name I can't even remember, Ed, Ed something. It, it was just, it was just a, a non-factor. He didn't really engage with the community and, and people, and it, it really hurt Twitch's image, I think. If they had had someone like Dan Clancy from the get-go, I think Twitch would be viewed more favorably in the public eye today. Locale, who is a person I see on Twitter sometimes talking about the state of the industry, they say here, considering Twitch hasn't achieved profitability in 10 years, though they probably haven't been as focused on achieving that until recently, at some point you have to wonder if it's even feasible under the current model. Which is something I've said as well, that it seems like a very hard business to reach profitability with. Although, of course, I am, I, I can't do all the figures and calculate the exact cost of running a website like this. It's just that Twitch not being able to reach profitability despite having such market dominance for so long, it makes it questionable if this is really a, a good model. But then again, they haven't always been as focused on like having a good ad program and stuff. And uh, we, we've talked about all those problems for a long time. There was other commentary um, from this, this talk from Dan or whatever, that it doesn't seem as though Amazon is interested in selling Twitch right now. This doesn't seem to be something on the cards. You also talked about how Twitch Prime isn't going away. It might change in some form, perhaps Twitch Prime being the, the free subscription that people get once a month if you have an Amazon Prime account. 
So yeah, Twitch, not necessarily in the best spot right now, but uh, it doesn't seem like it's gonna be going away anytime soon, which is good. How are all these huge companies just not profitable? How do you build a massive company with it not being profitable? I mean, there's so many videos that talk about this. It's just the main interest is in developing the user base, developing the products and worrying about profitability later. Often, if you wanna make a real big splash in the market, you have to offer something that is in effect impossible. <laughs> <laughs> like you offer something so ridiculously cheap that everyone takes notice. Like, oh, this is an amazing deal. This doesn't seem possible because it isn't possible. It's it's often being funded by venture capital or whatever. The company is just constantly losing money to have a artificially lowered cost on a product or service to get people's interest. And then once they reach enough of a user base, they, they have a large enough brands, they, they have a market dominance, they've potentially knocked out other competitors. Then they go, okay, now we're in a position we can start raising the prices and, uh, you know, cut costs to reach profitability. I have heard from people more knowledgeable than me that the amount of companies that have succeeded in doing this within recent years is not that many. That most of these ventures just lose fuck tons of money and then disappear. Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.